seekers to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name's Jamie. And my name's Bree, and we are two sides of the coin. So tonight our uh, episode topic is going to be UFOs. Um, We're going to talk about different types. We're going to talk about the physics of them, who drives them. Yeah, who's inside and how to see one for yourself. Yeah, definitely the protocols to look at them or see them, if that's something you're into. Um, So where should we start, Bree? Should we start with maybe the different terminologies that we have going on of UFOs? I do. I think that's important because people throw the word around when they say UFO, and then also there's like an attachment to that word UFO, and people are like, oh, you believe in UFOs, and it's like, well, what does UFO really mean? Yes. So I definitely think... So I guess like the most basic um, way someone would call it would be a UFO, an unidentified flying object. And I think a lot of people confuse that for like a flying saucer. Mm-hmm. And not a UFO. A UFO is just something you see in the sky and you don't know what it is. It doesn't necessarily mean it's an alien spacecraft. Yeah, um, totally. I think a lot of people get those two very confused. Mm-hmm. A UFO is so you know ingrained in the alien culture that I think that people are just, that's yeah. what they call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we wouldn't call a UFO a UFO if we knew it was an alien spacecraft. Let's be realistic. Yeah, we'd be like, oh, there's... I don't know. Whatever the ship is called. There's a reptilian donut in this guy. Oh, my God, reptilians. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so what other is there? So um, unidentified, maybe uh, aerial phenomenon? UAPs. I think that's going to be the most common now. So Nick Pope coined it, and then Hillary Clinton used the term, and then now I'm kind of seeing it trickle down to other places. But I Well, what I like about the UAP uh, label on things is I definitely like that it's not so descriptive of a UFO or something like that. It's definitely something you're just not understanding, and that's a little bit more clear in the name of it. And um, what I like about it is it could be anything, really, like an aerial phenomenon. You could be seeing lights. Like, you don't know that light is attached to a spacecraft or anything like that it could definitely be an orb like who knows what it could be so i like the phenomenon kind of language because i think it really puts it a little bit more into perspective for people of what we're actually talking about when we're talking about ufos yeah they don't it doesn't have to be a a craft you know in general it's just something that you're like what the hell is going on exactly um, I think another thing people, like another uh, term that they have is going to be the UAV, the unmanned aerial vehicle. So that's kind of those ones that maybe look a little bit more like drones. Yeah, Not that's enough. usually what drones are going by is the, is the UAVs and the UASs, which is like the same thing. Which is the unmanned aerial system. Yeah, so that controls, that's the actual controls along with the drone. Mm-hmm. But because people throw the word around drone all the time, you sure you didn't see a drone? Well, and, and I think people definitely have, like, this um, belief that, you know, UFOs have to be, like, a big, giant metal flying saucer in the sky, right? Biggest issue for me. And I think that a lot of people don't understand that if there is definitely civilizations out there, they're not going to have all the same thing that looks the same. They're going to have different technologies. They're going to go about things different ways. Um, they can have completely different spacecraft. So something that, you know, we see as, like, a big metal ball could be a huge plasma ball for them. You know what I mean? We definitely aren't really seeing what we think we're seeing sometimes when we're seeing quote-unquote UFOs. You know what's weird, actually, that you said that? Because sometimes I feel like when we look at something, we can only label it as to, like, what our memory is going, like, what we can link to that. So if you see something that maybe your brain can't even kind of like download in a way because it's the first time you've seen that, you like your brain goes down to. to like, okay, we know that this is paper because we 
know what paper looks that's, like. And that's what we say it is. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, well, that, things like that. That definitely has a lot to do with the language of, you know, maybe these uh, societies that were around, like, you know, tribes and shit, you know, millions of years ago or whatever, and the drawings that they have of these <gasps> quote-unquote gods coming in on chariots. It's definitely like you can use it in that same sense. It's that they didn't have a word or descriptor. They had to call it the closest thing they could, and that's what they came up with. So... I think that's been something that's been happening in our culture for a long time. I agree. Um, so what do we, when we are looking for a UFO, like up in the sky, say, what is it that you're looking for to kind of start? Like when you're staring up at the stars, Brie, which you do a lot, what's the first thing you're like that catches your eye? Like what's the first thing you're looking for when you're trying to spot a UFO? So, one, I would say brightness, always. It could be bright or it could not be bright. And sometimes, you know how what's weird with me, how, like, when we night watch, it's, like, things I'm just, like, I could point out a bunch of shit at one time. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, this might not make sense, but sometimes I feel like you can clue in to certain things. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I feel like I can, but I would say it's brightness, how it's moving, and then no matter what, it's always process of elimination. I 100% you, agree you with that. You have to go by down all those things before you know what it is. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, identifying right. something you see I in the sky. I should clarify what you know what it isn't. Exactly. So why don't we talk about that maybe, you know. So I'll tell a story. So the other night uh, I was out in the hot tub and you my mom was it. there. And she saw this huge bright light in the sky and immediately was like, oh, my God, what is that? And I just very calmly was like, all right, let's eliminate all the things and go down the list and check off and see if we can come to a logical decision about what this is I see. And I knew it wasn't a satellite because it was far too bright. It was way too low. And, you know, I just kind of went down my little checklist. I was like, okay, the speed, it's not moving super fast, but it's definitely moving. And then I was like, okay, the brightness of it. So it's super bright, and that's kind of weird. Then I looked for blinking. That's the next thing. So when you see something like that that can definitely be a plane, you're going to see blinking, right? And I didn't see any blinking. But I thought to myself, okay, if I didn't see blinking... That can mean two things. It can mean it's not blinking, or it can mean that it's coming straight at me, and I can't see the wings, and so I can't see it blink because the light's too bright. Exactly. And sure as shit, as more as we watched it, you saw the blinking happening, and it was a plane. Yeah. But it's really important to not just look at something and immediately say, oh, my God, it's a UFO. It's definitely important to go through your checklist and see, okay, what do we really have going on here, and really watch it. Important to go through the checklist. Definitely important to figure out what it is you have going on before you jump to any kind of conclusions. Yeah, that's a better um, way to say it. So that we again are clarifying that it's UFO could I mean be anything. But yeah, it's 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 being smart about it. I mean, obviously we're diehard believers and this is like our life, but at the same time, I think we're smart. Oh yeah, we don't just anything we see, we're like, oh my god, that's it's aliens. Yeah. Oh my god. We're not brainwashed. We're not brainwashed. Like, we're smart, logical, reasonable people who definitely are looking for things that you cannot explain. And I've, you know, seen things I cannot explain in the sky. So mm-hmm. have you. Yeah. We've seen them together before. I recall one time me and Brie were in the backyard and we were Ooh, that was the bomb. Yeah, I know you, exactly what you're talking about. And you about. grabbed me, first you were like, oh my God. And I looked and you were behind me and you grabbed my shoulders and the whole time we were staring at it you just had your closet on my shoulders like oh my god oh my god and neither one of us said a fucking word and we just watched it it was the most beautiful experience the way all of a sudden it dimmed down powered up and took off it was like oh it was just a perfect moment yeah so I always have so obviously eliminate what it's not and like one of my things I definitely want to say for me is movement as well movement's an important so thing to look at the hard part is actually explaining this verbally without kind of showing hand like a movement or moving, or... but I, the best I could say was almost like the movement of a buoy in the ocean, how it like kind of has sways. Like so it's almost like, I don't want to say swimming, but it's like bobbing up and down in the yeah, water, movement, kind of like continuous, it's, like it's kind of yeah, flowing. Sometimes it's like this, but when it's close and when it's an orb, it's it does definitely that. a little more, and a little more flowy with things. The shimmering effect. 
I don't know if that's a shimmer, a little shimmer, shimmer. Maybe. Maybe. But again, I think maybe those are two, maybe we're seeing two different things. Maybe, but I also think, again, I agree with your point that definitely movement is something that's important. Yeah. So if you're seeing something along the sky, right, it's going in a linear pattern from horizon to horizon, you're like one million percent sure that that is definitely a satellite. Like, there's no doubt about it. Me and Brie have gotten really good at spotting satellites because I think we stare at the sky so much that even the beginnings of their moments, like their movements that we see, we're just like, oh, no, I already know what that is. But a huge point is, right, let's throw the alleged in front of everything we see. Alleged. Alleged. Satellite. Alleged shooting star. So one thing that's important, because I have seen this before, is something that looks just like a satellite. Mm -hmm. And the more you watch it, maybe something weird happens. It's definitely so that something that could happen. brings me to like a nice As thing my is, catchphrase should be, it's a possibility. Yeah. No, just because it's a fucking possibility. possibility. She loves to say that. I do. Um, but yeah, so satellite is the biggest thing because people will say, well, you're just looking at a satellite. So and there's definitely apps that can help you out with this. Most definitely. And so what you, I know you looked up the app. What was it? The Sky Safari 5? There's a whole bunch of different apps. And there's one called Heavenly. I don't know why I can't remember. I think it's Heavenly Sky. And it's what, and it tracks all the patterns of all the satellites and stuff yeah, as you're staring at it. Yeah, but it's definitely hopeful as well for for people helpful as well as people I definitely, that want to know. So I have a map, or I have an app on my phone that's the map of the stars that you hold up to the sky, and by GPS it tells you what too. you see. Yeah. It's like night viewer, night watcher, something like that. Sky view. Sky view, and that's one of my favorites because I also sometimes you see really bright stars and you don't know what they you are. Where, where is that? Yeah, and so that's another really good app to take with you when you guys are uh, and searching. For you, you might be like, where's Libra? At? right now oh god yes anyway yeah 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 yeah, yeah so yeah, 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 yeah. apps definitely help if someone wants to know know it you know where's what what is we know so satellites are number one thing and that's because um a lot of people say that's like everything is assumed a satellite and it could be and it's, you know, that's cool. At least you can spot them out. Some people can't spot them out because they look like little stars. Oh, yeah. And they can be so freaking tiny. And I can always, I'm like, look at that. And sometimes you have to, like, let your eyes focus. And mm-hmm. you're like, holy crap. So sometimes they look like anybody's stars. And they can move, like, I don't want to say, it's not really that slow. But it's, like, well, it has a, oh, a eh, movement. A and then there's other yeah. ones that are, like, Crazy fast. I've seen some, especially recently. The dad saw one too. Just like super fast. And it's like, I'm like, it's like, it's sometimes it happens. Quick to keep up with it. Sometimes that happens. You're like, what the hell? And then other times it's so slow where you're thinking, uh, where's it we're going? Always like, damn. Um, so, Brie, what, when you see a UFO, this is one of my favorite topics. What happens right afterwards? <laughs> if you see a legitimate, questionable object, mm-hmm. how about that? Mm-hmm. How about when you see a real UAP? A when real you know UAP, that this is yep. a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. What this happens? This is weird shit that happens that you see and you go through your eliminations. So what happens? There's always going to be a helicopter. And it's most like, it's always going to be like a military helicopter. Can I just tell you how much I love that I did not even have to point to a word or tell you where I was going when I immediately said what happens after? You laughed and you were like, oh, helicopters and military planes. time. And it doesn't matter where you are. No. When we were in Joshua Tree, though, at the last contact in the desert, we had this really awesome time. And then you know what's so sad is because, so we were with Melinda Leslie and we were at Giant Rock. There was like a private giant rock tour and we went there it was actually there. a tour with someone else we were supposed to take and they right. flaked and, and we ended up with God, her because i love and she happened to have all of her night uh vision stuff yeah. in the car so. so in a very small group we were out at big rock and we got to stare at the at the sky it's awesome and we got some sick pictures some great pictures but it was interesting so we're out there in a night watch and we had seen these crazy ass things that looked almost like it was a satellite one of them I could not see until I put the military night vision goggles on and it did zigzags. Do you remember? And then it like oh, powered yeah. up and then it did zigzags. And I we remember. And everyone out. was tripping balls. And then these two military. Immediately. All, the helicopter. Just it sweeping was just the sky. Inti- and it was so crazy. Low, and it was a, and then they pretty much chased him out. 
And she was looking for people that would be willing to report to MUFON. So they're like building a case. There's like everyone that was there has already reported. And she asked me if I would be willing to, you know, report that. You and don't it, remember like, tell it the enough? person, And then she's like, or your friends. And so I was thinking, I remember it happened, but I don't remember the details. Yeah, I don't remember then enough to tell Then I asked you, somebody. and you're like, I don't know. And same with Josh. It's like, yeah, I remember that, but I... But I don't remember details of it, but I definitely remember. But I also think that, memory is just that me like, and you, too, that we see so many UFOs, that maybe. it's not like a serious, special occasion yeah. for us at this point, because it's so normal to but, us. But it's still exciting. But I think... And then at the same time, wait, it gets even better, Brie. Do you want to know what the most unreliable type of evidence is? Eyewitness testimony. <laughs> That's true. No we, one ever believes we anybody, do not. So. We, yeah, we do not. We see things and make things up all the fucking time as human beings, and we are, we are scientifically the most unreliable source, and it's the number one thing used in the court systems. It's so dumb. That's true. That's interesting. I know. But, uh, yeah, so the point was it doesn't matter where you are. Because I've seen it happen everywhere. Even at Jamie's house. Oh, yeah, at Bree's house. My house, all the time. And it's like a thing where you just know, okay, when you know for sure that was something that was crazy, right after, here they come. And it's the weirdest thing because it's just, I don't even know. That, that could go so many directions. Well, I just think it's interesting that we definitely, it's its like almost every time, like how you can confirm to yourself that you saw a, like, you know, a UAP and uh, how you can really like confirm to yourself is if you see helicopters like that afterwards or military planes afterwards, you could definitely be like, oh, yep, that's some shit that they didn't know what it was either. And they're checking it and out. Like, I'm not the only one. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's a good, it's a good um, uh, indicator, I guess. Yeah, like a good indicator, a good flag that comes up that you're like, oh, I saw some shit. Yeah, but at the same time, it makes me sad. Two reasons. One. Okay. One, it's like, thank you so much for chasing them away. That's true. We're over here in peace and love, and you're pushing them away. We're having a conscious contact right now, and you're chasing them out. Well, you know what? Under the terms of the secret space program, they could be breaking rules, so. Maybe, because they don't have permission. Anyway. You never know. But, um, and then second, because I think... I feel like it's severe Big Brother sometimes. Where I feel like, damn, they're everywhere. They're watching everything. I can't even look at a UFO for five minutes without the military jets popping in out of nowhere. That scares me. I mean, I think it's actually kind of a good thing in a sense because that means that our military is constantly looking at things. So if something happens, at least they're going to be down to like figure well, some shit I don't out. Need, I don't need their... Well, who knows? I don't need that shit in my life. What if the reptilians come and they're trying to they're eat all of our bad energy? People. The reptilians? They're good people. Okay, listen. So anyways, so something I thought would be really important, though, to point out mm-hmm. is that, yes, we look at satellites sometimes and people give us shit about... Um, oh, I should mention, though, that when we do night watch, we at least have a laser. Oh, yeah. We at least have a laser with us. Absolutely. Um, laser's number one important. What, what really helps about a laser is you can't always look at the sky and convince the person next to you to look at the exact oh. same space you're looking for. So it's really definitely starts off as like a, a tool to help show everyone what we're looking at. And then the next thing I think it's for is definitely for contact. Uh, we've definitely flashed our laser at a few things. We've gotten blink back before, so... Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about with the satellite thing because... Satellites um, don't blink back. Well, some people are like, oh, by the way, that's a iridium flare. That's like there's... That's a type of satellite. And yes, if sunlight can reflect off of the solar panels or the antennas, it gives off the appearance that it flashes back or that it flares up. Mm -hmm. So people will say when you think you're seeing a power up or when you think you're seeing flashes back... That's actually that's just what the satellite does. No satellite, or like do a that. tumbling satellite, is basically like it's spinning. So then the light bouncing off is giving it an appearance that maybe it's blinking. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, in the instances that I have seen, it's never been where I'm looking at something and then it does that on its own. In the situations where I have been, it's always been when I've interacted first. Yes. And then it interacts back. Like and it's so, looking for somebody to interact so with them. I feel like, okay, what are the odds that it randomly happens when I'm blinking back 
or something like that. Possibilities are endless. Of course, possibilities are endless, and I have to give that, you know, I'll credence. I get that. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, you know, so with the laser, something that we do because I mean, I've I've heard from the best, and it works after you do a few night visions. With other people, more experienced people, definitely. Like, okay, I see how this works. Also, night vision goggles are something everybody should get. Yeah, but if we're we too could far. only afford it, we would. You know what's really funny? Because like, I, even in all my things that I want, I'm like night vision goggles, but that's for rich people. But that's for rich people. Josh and I are always looking. Like they're like two thousand, three thousand dollars. Okay, for but good they're ones. really, really, really top good ones. I know. Seven grand. I know, more. but and the thing is, is that you don't want to get a shitty one. If you're gonna do it, you better do it. Get the good one. Yeah. So like right now, it's all the gen. But just remember. Three. You could be buying half of a car with that money. That's the problem. You put it into perspective. But I always, it's funny when we talk about like, what would you do if you win the lottery? I'm always like, night buy night vision goggles. goggles. It's like, yeah, you see where my priorities are. And yeah, night vision goggles. And somewhere out, like land out in the country where I can make my UFO station set up so I can yeah. stare at things. But then when other people use them, they're like, holy moly. It was a whole nother world. So the first time I used them was at Contact. And I was just like, my mind was blown. I was just like, yes, this is how you should always stare at the sky. It's so great. It's so much easier to notice things. When you're looking at the night sky and it's pitch black out, your eyes definitely play tricks on you. It's a lot harder for me to spot something than it is for Brie. Brie's eyes are super sharp and she's like, oh my God, look at that. What's over there? Look at this one. And I'm kind of like, oh my God, what? Follow me? Okay. But I have shitty vision though. Let's throw that out there. But I have shitty vision even worse. I feel like I need to take something for like when I drive at night. I'm like scared now to drive at night because my eyes are so screwed. Like why I don't drive at night. The lights are like, you know what? You know, it's like... That's why I'm lucky I live three minutes from your house because it's yeah, not a long drive home. It's like in the movies when the person's, like, going through, like, a mental breakdown and they look and it's like, they, everything's going out there. Swishy, swashy, I get yeah, you. Yeah, and they're like, mm-hmm. ah, ah. That's mm-hmm. how I feel when I drive now. I'm, like, blind. Anyway, I went off there, but... We did. All right, Bree, so why don't we talk about the different types of UFOs that we could see, like, the different classifications of it like you know flying saucer orbs plasma all sorts of different things like that well you just said it all i know i did but let's go into like let's go into it okay so typical typical would be a flying saucer flying right saucer. Those that, me, like, that, so that, old. yeah like that hollywood look where it's the dome top and like the saucer shaped bottom many years ago was that i definitely think that that's probably the most boring ufo ever that's funny because my um my coworker is like you really think like, you really think you see flying saucers? And I was like, no. Yeah, not flying saucers. And I was like, what, when did you see a picture of that? Was that, like, the late 50s? Or and I'm like, think about it. That'd be like if someone considers Earth and then they just put it to us riding on buggies. Mm-hmm. Like, see how long, how far we've gone? We've aco- yeah. I mean, come on. And not even that long, too. All right, so... I guess, like, another kind you could see is those sh- uh, cigar-shaped ones. Yes, People are really people. into those. They I've see never those seen anything I've like never that. seen a cigar one before, personally, but people are all into it. And they're it. weird. Uh, the triangle. The triangles. The triangles is another classic one that people see with, like, the three lights on the bottom. I've had some really weird-ass dreams of... That's something that's weird to me is, like, craft as far as my memory is gone. I've had dreams about those before. And I've had so About many, the triangle ones in particular? In particular. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so weird. I've never actually seen one for myself. But I feel like I have just from, like, my dream memory. Maybe. It's, yeah. Like, I get what you're so saying. Like, it's so strong in my so dream vivid. memory. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, I've seen it. I've but seen it in real life. You're, yeah. Something smaller or something maybe even bigger, like your typical Phoenix Lights type of show. Where mm-hmm. it was just like a football field yep. of this giant, extremely low black V that they felt like was, you know, like the weirdest material. And I think another one that goes along with that Phoenix Lice thing is definitely those uh, UFOs that there's like seven or eight of them and they're Perfect moving all example. over the place. Exactly. Where splitting it's like apart. Splitting apart. It looks like the lights are going out. Like they're definitely put on like a laser light show for you. Like they're yeah. being real fancy with it. Like, hey guys. Look at our uh, uh-huh. synchronized swimming routine that we got going on. Beautiful example. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so that when it's in a hard craft, but that also, if it's like a part of something that you can't really um, see, even it's hard to even like explain because I don't even know, but almost like if something's one and then it splits into many. 
but then it can form into so many things, then you can't say it's it one shapeshifts. thing because it exactly. I get what you're saying. Have you ever seen the uh, the cube UFOs? Those are creepy as hell. So I've seen a lot of it's videos about box. them. Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos. Those look interesting. Not very aerodynamic, but definitely interesting. But see, then we have to go into how it's getting here. What then? What does that mean? Because we're trying to apply it to what we know. Oh yeah, we're definitely trying to apply it to our rules of physics. But you have yeah. to understand that the universe is under no obligation to make sense to us. For and sure. That is a quote by uh, Ooh, quotes. My my hero Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. As you know, my baby daddy, my sugar boo boo, the love of my life. He's um, so too. I was going to say realistic and scientific, but yeah. But he is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he is. Yeah, he is an astrophysicist. Physicist. Yeah. I love astrophysics. It's like my, like when people are like, oh my God, what are your Didn't hobbies? did you write a book like astrophysics in a hurry? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. Because astrophysics for dummies was already taken. I would read that one because at least I feel like it's not as intimidating. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's good. That's where I learned a lot of my. I need to stuff. send you this video. Maybe you've already seen it on YouTube. I was obsessed with it. What is and it? And I tried to make everyone watch it, and they like fell asleep twice. What is and it? And then they gave me a hard time. What is it? I'll send it to you. It's like this crazy science video. It's Good. almost like if it's a new theory, but, but they've taken not. multiple theories and then applied it to what their one theory could be. Can I just tell you why I love Neil deGrasse Tyson so much? Because he has a deep, low, <laughs> smart voice. He has a big <coughs> mustache, big eyes, <coughs> big no. lips. I smoke a bunch of weed, so I'm going to cough, guys. Um, now my favorite thing about Neil deGrasse Tyson is he is our centuries like um Carl Sagan oh rip I know but he is he's definitely he's he's perpetuating that scientific urge for everyone where you know that Carl Sagan was the one to really introduce like the the universe to the mass media and to start to getting it to the people to understand that there's more out there and making people think on more of a conscious level you know what I mean so what I love about him is you 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 ask him like Neil deGrasse Tyson and all he's trying to do is just teach he just wants everyone to ask fucking questions and all he wants to do is answer them he's just like the more curious you are the better and that's what I love about him don't get me wrong he's He's not the big... He doesn't think aliens have ever been here. He's like, I mean, they're probably possible, but he's like, meh about it. Like, he's not really that interested, per se, in aliens. He's definitely more interested in just space and science and stuff. But I love how much he's trying to teach people about the... Just even the slightest possibility of other things out there. I feel that. That's cool. That's why he's my boo-boo. Yeah, boo-boo. All right, back to our UFOs and my rant about... Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's okay. You know, it's funny because um, they... Have you heard of... So, one of the podcasts of him I was listening to, they had a clip... Star Talk? Yeah, Star Talk. They had a clip of Symphony of Science, and I was like, yes! Okay, so I found it on YouTube, I don't know how many years ago, and I was made fun of for that because it's super goofy. Yeah. But I loved the songs, and it's like, I still know all of them, and... It's just, I loved it. So, have you heard it before? Mm-mm. It's pretty much like clips of... The sounds of the universe? No, with like Neil deGrasse Tyson's in it, and Carl Sagan, and a whole bunch of other scientists I have no idea who they are. What are they are. doing? And then there's also... Um, what are they just... Seeing, um, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like, Jamie. Who is it? name? Um, Stephen Hawkins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand the gesture you were doing. <laughs> That's oh my god, that's great radio, Brie. Thank breed. god there's no camera. Okay, wow. Okay. I'm not this shallow of a person. Okay, so, okay. And it's pretty much like they've took clips that they've said, and then they've morphed it into like a goofy-ass song where it has like Oh, that auto-tune. sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah, so anyways, other than hard... Cl- hard craft other than okay. things like that so i'm gonna say the plasma the beings is it a being itself is it an energy so let's start with, with plasma plasma is definitely something it could be so it's definitely going to be a craft that maybe doesn't necessarily look like a like a big metal object it looks more wavy or you see through it or then you can get into cloaking devices oh man cloaking devices there's so many of them you could cloak yourself as a cloud 
which Brie loves. Brie loves cloud clouds, cloaking. Clouds get me. I know they do. And also have those ones where you see this weird shimmeriness, and it looks just like, like maybe a mirage in the background. It's a UFO. Oh, those those mirage things. Have you seen those? those we were talking about them. Shit. I remember we talked about you watching videos of them. I know. I agree. It's like in China, and it's like, what is that? That's a um, whole other city. Okay, yeah. Brie. What's inside this UFOs? Well, there's a few possibilities. Why don't you go over them with me? There could be actual beings inside of them. I don't think that's as common. Can I ask you a question? What constitutes a being? Like, what if Any it's... Any type of conscious life what form. If it's, what if it's a planet full of puppies? Then those puppies... And those puppies are beings. driving the UFO. Oh, they oh, would. They would. Have you seen that one Treats movie? for everyone. <laughs> we come in treats. No, they've come to save the rest of the puppy farm. Yeah. Oh, my God, I hope. Okay. I think my dog's an alien. Garbanzo bean. (laughs) (laughs) And it's come to rescue all the salads. Coming to hummus. Yeah, I like it. We come in hummus. Yeah, but that's okay. That's being. I think that's conscious of being. So I'm saying, is a tree conscious? There's a consciousness to a tree. Yes. So a tree could be driving it. I mean, if it's, like, a different type of tree from a different type of freaking galaxy in a different universe, anything is possible. What if it's just from I a different... Groot. What if it's just from a different multiverse? Exactly. It's a whole other thing. We can't get into multiverses right now, guys. Or dimensions. <laughs> dimensions. Oh, my everything. God. Dimensional portals. Let's just talk about so that that's for also a second. A, okay, wait. So let's just clarify what could be inside of the UFO. It okay, yeah, be yeah. Being. being, okay. I'm saying it could be a being itself. To me, it looks like an energy type of thing. Can I ask you a personal question? Maybe. Have you ever seen a UFO with a being in it that you could see with your eyes? No. Okay, me either. No. But I would say definitely that... That there's Wait, always have a you, consciousness. Have you consciously known that you've seen a UFO with a being in it? Because maybe it's you just yeah, don't remember. I'm sure, absolutely, and I will never be regressed. Why? I'm not ready. Oh my god, I can't wait to be regressed. Step one. Admit. <laughs> Step one is you admit that something's weird. Can I just tell everyone to please go watch the movie The Fourth Kind? And if you have a severe reaction, it might be from something deep down inside of you. Deep down inside of you. But it might just change your life, so you should watch it. If you lock yourself in the house for a couple days straight and you're, like, completely obsessed, and then when you finally leave the house and you drive, like, looking up at the sky, going back and forth, you have to pull over because you're like, it's not safe to drive. No, and you don't look out windows. I just want to let you know that after I watched that movie, I did not look out my window for at least a month. I was convinced there was going to be an owl out there. I was convinced. I've literally moved my bed so I didn't have to look at the window at any time. I've just gotten over owls. I have an owl tattooed in my arm. I know. They're my my spirit animal because I think they're aliens. This bracelet right here is called the owl. So anyway, I think the, the, the orb... Or whatever it is, if it's plasma, I think that that is conscious. And I know 1,000% that there is a conscious exchange. Mm-hmm. So. So it could be, so, okay. So you're saying there could be a being inside there. It could be anything. And you're saying, what's the next thing? Like, it's unmanned? Like an yes, unmanned spacecraft? Yeah. yeah so like a drone, but not a drone? So with the whole thing with the drone is that with some people. And it makes total sense to me. Which would be like if these drones were flying themselves, right? Which I think we can already do right now, mm-hmm. like at least with our some of our satellites. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like if you you program the drone or whatever, if the drone is conscious and it's coming here for something, let's say surveillance or, or to whatever, take you yeah. in the middle of the night, or you know, snatch you from your bedroom, right? Not really, but. I mean, it has, but all right. But it would be like if just the ship itself didn't have anything inside, it was being like remotely, remotely coming. flown. Yeah. And then, so it'd be just like a normal drone. Yeah. Surveillance. Yeah. And something that I found out today on the internet, and it freaked me out. The internet, guys, it's a hell of a drug. Oh, for sure. Stay away from the traps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hope I could quote it. And it was about the FAA... Um, saying that in 2020 that they expect there to be something crazy like 
either 30,000 or 300,000 um, drones mm-hmm. here. And they're saying almost like cops, but it's it's like constantly watching you. So Big Brother, basically. So people have already been reporting. That drones have been watching that them? That they found, yeah. Like people are like the drone in your backyard. It's definitely a violation like of that. privacy. Yeah, but they're saying that now that this might, you know, that's what they expect. Mm-hmm. And that, it, that it's not a violation of your privacy. It's not. They're just surveilling. I mean, they're I watching that, through I your is. phones. They're listening oh to you right now on the laptop open. Oh, they yeah. can click in any time looking right at us. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it's, it's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, you have to imagine, too, if our own government's doing that, what else could the things in the universe be doing watching us? I mean, they might I even... I care more about the government. Really? Because I'm thinking about all the interdimensional beings and all the spirits that are around us constantly. I mean, like, they know what I have going on. I'm 100% convinced that I'm being followed by the CIA at all times and that they bug my phone and they look at my internet history because that shit's real weird. I'm into some real weird conspiracies. and I think die. I think I'm on their radar. And this that's okay one, with me. This one questions too much and talks too much. I do. And I constantly <laughs> text people who are having bad days at work and ask them if they want me to call in a bomb threat. And I'm sure you immediately... Do. I have some texts. Because like I that. said to you, she wanted to go home and said, going to be calling a bomb threat. And I was like... It's just a joke, but I'm sure that that flags up in, like, the fucking CIA's... Bomb threat. Yeah, bomb threat. Like bomb threat. Like, this one like there's somebody out there place. named, like, Craig who's watching all of my text messages and listening to me at all times. Oh, so gross. Surveilling me. Hi, Craig. <laughs> Craig. I'll send Creepy you some Craig. snacks. Creepy Craig. Creepy Craig's my CIA stalker. Actually, a DEA agent Brad is my fucking government stalker, if you want me to be realistic. Wait, why DEA? Wait, is that the person that maybe you talked to when they... Raided you? Yeah, when they raided the shop, they 100% DEA agent Brad was hitting on me. Oh, you didn't get a number? No, I was not about that Maybe life. Maybe we need protection in the future. Bri- I, drew, I grew drugs for a living, and he was a DEA Can agent. Can we clarify that if she's growing drugs, that I mean, be- marijuana. I grew marijuana medically. He said cannabis. Cannabis is fine. Cannabis I grew is cannabis. Not a drug. I grew cannabis for medical purposes. And I worked at a medical marijuana shop when I lived up in Washington. Medical cannabis, sorry. And the DEA came and raided our land. And then they. But I put up a fight, and they hated it. It's a whole story, and I'm not going to go into it because that's a whole other hour, and you don't need to hear about that. We should. Maybe we'll have an episode on plant medicine, and because one of the big chunks of my story, I'm going to say, would be a plant, a, a plant medicine. Oh, that's true. Um, so, yeah. So, I think we covered that. Okay, so let's, much. why don't we talk about uh, how a- our uh, spaceships get here. UFOs, how do they get here? So, like, a lot of people think that they come from interdimensional portals. And people right? that can't think beyond that think that, wow, they have, like, an incredible engine. And they found a way to travel I doubt Faster that. Faster than the speed of light. I doubt that. And how did they do that? No, I doubt that. I mean, it's a possibility, but I doubt it. I feel like in order to really figure it out, you have to get past that type of question. I agree. It's going to be something you, you can't even imagine to can think of. That's why I definitely like the, the, the dimensions that open up or the rips in the space-time mm-hmm. fabric. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things uh, to describe how they sense. can get here. It does. Well, well, theoretically, it's possible we can't prove it because we can't do it. We don't have the technology for that. But theoretically, you can bend the space-time fabric. And let's be very, very clear, everyone. Space-time fabric. If you don't know what that is, here's an easy way to try to explain it. So have you ever been, a, been at a place that wasn't at a time? No. Because space and time... Are the same thing. But you I cannot don't be in, in a time. Sp- but for your explanation, <laughs> Brie, can you please just—I know. Listen, you guys, we're gonna go on like awkward shoots and ramps. But I really need Brie Let's to explain to you why she doesn't believe in time. Go for it. Because I sort of believe one that it's a man-made concept, but two that all time is now, and it's like in a movie. How. All of our moments are like little snapshots, like little pictures of the movie. When to us, the movie's moving, but realistically, it's just like, it's already done. You can go back, you can go forward. 
I don't believe in the actual time. Okay. And you know what? I'm really shitty at explaining that. You are. But I felt that before. And you know what? I can also send you that video. I was like, oh my God, I loved this. I loved it because it's what I've felt about things before. And then scientific people explain that shit. Okay, so you don't believe in time more more as because you say that like what's going on right here is like barely a blink all of now. a fucking eye. Like it's like it's literally nothing. All and everything is now. is now and everything's forever and we're always constantly in the past and From always in the future. From our perspective, we see things as linear. I But get I think that. realistic, I think if we were to blow past it, that time well, is not well, linear. Time is... Scientifically, time is on a curve. I just want to let you know that it's not on a linear path. Right. It's on and a that's curve. we are perceiving it to be. It's on a beautiful we curve. Think that you bend. Today I'm this. And tomorrow. transport through. Yeah, so let's get back to that. Space time. I don't, I don't believe in time. We'll, we'll go back over that before. <sighs> we'll have a whole episode about time, you guys. It's a really interesting concept. And that's also how, like, when people say you stay in the present, it's like time blows away. I think that people don't understand the scope of what we consider to be like a day or a minute is absolutely nothing in comparison to the universe. Like if you put the universe on a calendar that was like a monthly, you know, 12 year calendar, so much would happen that our, our minute or our second is like literally not even something that would be recorded. That's how small and insignificant it is. So I believe in that, that part of it. Well, okay, so have uh, so explaining the face time fabric. Space time fabric. Can we remember a place that we were that wasn't a time? Yeah. No. No. No, you can't. And that's that is the meaning of the space time. And the fabric. The of fabric it. of it is 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 the curve of the universe. It's right. constantly everywhere and everything. And if it's a curve, then the theory is that you can bend it so therefore you can go from A to, to B, B and you can cut straight through that. So you can kind of like you're flying at like a like a crow's path and not, you know, taking the GPS route and going around yeah. the corner for it. So that's what I really like about the space-time fabric is because I really like that concept. I also really like that it's backed a lot by science and it's definitely something that if we yeah. have the tools we could do well i mean like with black holes it was always theoretic <sighs> before black they were holes. like oh that's a, that's an actual thing it, it was, was always theoretic. it was always a theory until they actually discovered it yeah and you want to i want to tell you so i looked the other day i was looking at like a meme or something and it was a black hole in comparison to the size of the earth let me tell you guys We'd be destroyed. It's so huge compared to us. Like, you think of, like, a black hole. You think of, like, just, like, a little black hole, right? I don't. No. Fuck no. That shit's real huge. Super just, I mean, I think of it, if it's eating light. It eats light. So, what's, I mean, it's, like, beyond words of explanation. Yeah. You did hear that they saw something come out of a black hole. (gasps) Ooh, I did not. I don't is know it a what white it was. Hole? I've heard a theory of a white hole, which would be if the black hole is sucking everything in and eating everything in, that the opposite side of a black hole would be a white hole, which is shooting shit out. It's That's like the an, ass yeah, of a black hole. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That's uh, the, Yeah. But you realize that if we went into a black hole, we would come out the other side Shreds. as like spaghetti. Exactly. Spaghetti. So energetic spaghetti. I, I don't know if people use black holes yet or not people, <gasps> beings or aliens or whatever you want to call them. I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't think they can go through black holes. I was like, black holes are crazy on. fucking thing to I me. I some people some people theorize that black holes are like portals and, and you know, like warp tunnels and wormholes. that's worm a wormhole. How could a black hole be a worm? I mean, hey, anything's available. I don't know. Who, the possibilities are endless, guys. The possibilities are endless and available to you at all times. So. All right. So there's some ways that a UFO can get here. We won't get too into it because, you know, we have no idea realistically how they get here. And that's a great start because people say, well, how the hell could they get past here? You know what? It's- to here. Number one. Stop thinking like a human being. Stop. Well, and I also, the one thing I love about the science part of all of this is science always is never afraid to stop asking questions. They never have a complete answer on something, and they're always constantly like, okay, well, what else could there be? What else? And they're always open to new things. Sometimes. Some scientists are just so mainstream, and I think they won't get out of their scientific box. Like Bill Nye, the science guy. Fuck Bill Nye. I love Bill Nye. I'm such a hater of Bill Nye. He's so stuck in his box. I do want to tell Bill Nye, though, that climate change isn't real. But look, I don't know if it's not real, and I don't think that it should mean that the environment is not important. But I think some scientists 
Bill Nye as well. They don't think past their box. Mm-hmm. And another thing to consider is that scientists can also be paid. Oh yeah. Not to say, and I think to oh, yeah. also dumb things oh, down. Yeah, absolutely. To just totally shut it off. I, oh, I agree. No. I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. So that's so it's like eh, I've got one foot in the respect door and one foot out. That's know? why I love NASA and you don't. We're not talking about NASA tonight. God. It's another day. Another love NASA. Year. Actually, we're gonna have probably like years, but it's on the radar. Let's just say that. It's on the Ooh, radar, but guys. You know what? I do know of um, something with our satellites. I was gonna go over facts of satellites, but that's just way too far gone. But. One thing, how you said from horizon to horizon. Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing, right, is their trajectory. Where are they going? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we see ones that are completely just going the opposite direction. Or if it's going horizon to horizon and it stops and it makes a different move, like breaks left. So that is happening. one thing about UFOs that you can start to identify that it's definitely something unexplained is the way that it moves. So like any normal thing in the sky just kind of moves. It can turn, but like not quickly. But not satellites. They're well, stuck in an orbit. Satellites, yes. But even like some planes, they can turn. But sometimes me and Bree see some shit up there that's just like, I mean, it, the way it moves is not what, something that normal in our that? sky would do. Absolutely. In the slightest. And I also think people have just have to know that. I think they think, well, we're in the skies, so we do it all. No, we don't. No. I mean, it's, po- I mean, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we're going to get back into a wall here because it's like, we don't. And then it's like, but maybe we do, and we're not admitting it, which is also a big chunk is sometimes maybe we're seeing our own unidentified flying objects could also be our own government. But one thing I've heard that I totally agree with mm-hmm. is that people are like, well, maybe that's our government and you're seeing it. I heard this explanation. I thought, bingo, and it's okay. So if the government did have these incredible top secret crafts, mm-hmm. drones, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, it's just incredible, why would they risk that flying over where thousands of people are, especially here in California, why would they risk it by flying right over us when they can always stick to the desert where there's no one in the desert? Because maybe they're testing it to see if people see it or not. They want to be able to see... But then they see. don't deny... Or, but then they don't admit anything. Well, yeah, because they don't want other people to know about it. Like, other countries oh, are still twerking be, with it. But listen, what, what if all UFOs are realistically just our government spacecraft trying different things to try to get away with shit? And when we catch them and put it on the internet, they're like, shit, back, back to the drawing board. <clears throat> That's why we've seen so many different types of UFOs. I think there's just different types of things that are interacting with us. I agree. But you know what? That's a huge possibility. And that's why I think that some of the things we see are more on the, like, questionable of whether that could be government. And it's weird and scary as shit. Mm -hmm. Or when I think I know when it's not is when there's a conscious interaction. Hmm. I mean, uh, it depends on what your definition of a conscious interaction and conscious and a conscious interaction for me is like if like one of the biggest ways that people are initiating their own contact these days is through ce5 it's like it's human initiated contact well why don't so we your skirt, med- time out why don't you explain that <laughs> terminology for the people who don't know what it is. Because I know some people are going to hear it and they're going to know. Why don't you explain it a little bit for... Contact of the fifth kind, which would be human-initiated. Mm-hmm. And what's it called again? CE5. There you go. And where does that come from? The protocol or the statement? The protocol. Okay, so the protocol comes from... Actually, Stephen, Gre- Stephen Greer's group, but aside from his label... I mean, millions of people's contactees, believers like us, are just doing it. Yes. But it's pretty much like meditation, huge, huge, huge chunk. I'm not the best at staying awake, and neither is Jamie. No, I always nap during meditation time. Yeah, so especially if it's late at night. We went went when we were at Contact in the Desert with Stephen Greer to one of his... um, night watches and I completely I fell asleep because it was, was like one yeah. o'clock in the morning no, and I was tired and I was hungry and I'm not gonna lie to you at the whole time we were out of contact I was drinking from the minute I woke she up really until I went was. to bed 
She really was. And the I, we brought water containers, and her container was just always like vodka, vodka. tequila. Didn't She's matter. Like, Do you want this? You want? I'm like, I can't. And I, like, I would drink. And Josh would drink early with me too. Josh Allen was down. Josh is Bree's boyfriend, guys. If you guys we haven't talked about him yet, and that's 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 he's the third wheel. That's poop poop. Okay. Yeah, you call him Joshy Poo. Joshy Poo. Call my little poop poop. Um. Yeah. Definitely. And we made a, you made a drink for the UFO bros. I have a cute picture of, of them. I wanted to send them. Oh, yeah. And they're like, because you're like, you guys, you keep trying to pressure people. Not pressure, but you're offering. I definitely want everyone around me to drink. drink. You want to drink? You want to do some drugs? Currently drinking some drugs? tequila. You want to do some drugs? You want to drink? Come on, guys. Let's Jamie expand our consciousness. Jamie says funny things. So anyway, CE5, human initiated not, contact. So it's like, not that meditation. I say funny things. I just want everyone to always have a lovely time. <laughs> So aggressive. <laughs> so aggressive, Brie. Okay, go ahead with your CE5 protocols. So. Um, CE5 protocols. CE5. So number one is meditation. Mm-hmm. You don't have to follow straight everything with CE5. I love it. I love the app. But the number one importance is meditation. And if you don't have the time to meditate, it's just getting in check. So getting in check. So like. Trying to visualize where you are. And I would say from a bird's eye view. So you're projecting your visuals, like through your thoughts, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're like projecting where you are so that if there's a consciousness that would be clued in or passing by, it can connect to that or no. But it's more amplified if you're in a meditation. This is why I fell asleep during it, but go ahead. Wow. <laughs> wow. So this this is more on the spiritual side. Definitely. That's why I'm not going to dive too deep into it. We'll have an episode about that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't you worry. But anyway, number one for having contact, I'm going to say, is consciousness. Is raising your consciousness and getting on that same frequency. Well, I definitely think that if you're ready to see something, that you'll see something. Well, if yeah, you go out there also. with this open heart and be like, all right, let's do this, guys, and not be closed-minded about things, it's a lot different. Yeah, um, for sure. I think the people who are skeptical aren't going to be seeing things because they're not going to They're just going to be, Ugh, whatever, whatever. But if you're like, oh, yeah, maybe, you definitely have a better chance of understanding what's going on. And you should have curiosity. I think At that- all times. <laughs> Either one, people are too desperate to see something and they have expectations and so nothing's ever met. And they're so desperate and thirsty for something, but again, there's too many expectations. Too many. So nothing's met. Well, and not only that, but I think that when you're expecting something and you see something that's not a big flying saucer flying through the sky and an alien, you know, waving at you and a big blue beam coming down, anything you see, you're like, oh, well, that's not it. Yeah. And that's not it. That can't be it. And, but you also have to check into yourself if you're really ready for that. Mm-hmm. And, but what I mean, especially with expectations, are I think people limit themselves to how they're going to see something unexplained. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, how, what it's going to look like, where they're going to be. Um, does it even count if they've got it on video? That's the number one thing is, like, well, where's your proof? And for me, when I saw the biggest sighting I think I've had of my life to date, but I'm only 26, (laughs) um, I always told myself, like, I'm going to get out my phone, I'm going to record. And at that time, I was so amazed. And And focused on it, yeah. It felt like time just came to a halt again because time is BS. It was like everything stopped. And you were just staring at this phenomenon. And I remember thinking, I should get out... I get out your phone, and then I was like, no, there's no need. It was like soak every second into the moment. Observe everything. Take note of everything you're seeing, every detail. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think that I'm not somebody who wants to go and immediately grab my phone. When I see something, I'm definitely more like, oh, I like, like, yeah, like, that's fine. I don't need to prove to anyone what I saw. I don't need to show anyone that this is what's going on. I definitely just, I'm watching it to watch it. It would be nice to reflect back on. But the mm-hmm. video that I've seen even from that day was, it's like in black and white and it was just a clip and you only see so much. So it's like, well, if you're think, recording, it, yeah, you're so watching much, from that opposed yeah, to watching Yeah, I think physically. it's so much different than when you're seeing it physically. I think that a camera can definitely not show what it is you saw. Never, ever, ever gets it justice. And then no. when you try to show someone else, they say, are you sure that wasn't a drone? Bitch, are you kidding me? Do you know how loud drones are? That's another thing I want to get off 
Yeah, right there's definitely the, the silent, is, the sound. It's with drones. Everyone's like, it's a drone, it's a drone. One, you can tell if it's a drone because you there's can hear like it. four, like, yeah, with the drones, you hear them before you see them. They're oh, yeah. so Same thing with helicopters. You can hear them before you see them. Right. And everything else is blinking at you. I mean, there's just... There's so much. I know. You'll hear the engine, the motor, whatever you want to call it. You hear that shit. I know. So, no, it's on a drone. <laughs> All right, guys. Just to go a little off topic, Flat Earth. <gasps> I can't with Flat Earth. I don't understand it. I flat don't get earthers. it. So, if you have a Flat Earth story... I have no flat earth story. Let a bitch know. Send us an email because I don't get it. You can email us at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com and tell me all about your weird flat earth shit because I just don't get it. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of accounts too on Instagram and they're really freaking funny, but sometimes I'm just like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like... If we're going with the flat earth theory, then we have to believe then. It's like you can't have one without the other, right? So you have to then go with the whole theory that everything is projected. And holograms. I believe that they're holograms because they use holograms on the moon to cover up the bases that are on there. But I don't. I just don't get flat earth. I don't understand it whatsoever. Then that means that every picture of our earth that we've ever seen is fake. That's true. It's a possibility. Because how, how do they have any pictures of a flat earth if the earth... And all of our pictures is a globe. But that's the cool thing that I love because people say, well, it's not like that. It's this. But then I think, do you know that? Yeah, like, how do you know? Because I've never been been in a spacecraft and I've never taken a journey around the world. I mean, you don't know that. Again, yeah, totally. You have no idea whether or not. So far. I've 100% been inside of a spacecraft before. But so far in this mindset with this memory, at this time, at this non-time, I don't have any recollection of seeing the earth. Maybe. Actually, it's weird. I don't know. I feel like people always think of, like, spaceships and they want to be like, oh, there's these huge viewing windows that you see out of. Like, have you seen the rockets that we send to space? You don't see... They have, like, one little window on the side. You ain't seeing shit. Like, you're not sitting at the steering wheel of it, like, just staring at the fucking universe. Maybe. Wait, are you talking about, like, abductees? No, just, like, people in general are always assumed that, like... Like, spacecrafts are going to have this huge, like, glass window on the front of it. It's like, no, that's not... No. Mm. That doesn't even make sense. I see what you're saying. Unless you're in, like, a little flying dome. I agree. Which we could be. If we're a flat Earth, then what is space? What is keeping it flat? What is surrounding it? What is holding it in place? What is beyond Earth? Is there a bunch of flats? We're all a computer simulation. Yeah. So there's... Oh, my God. So many theories. All right, back to fucking UFOs, guys. Wow. Um, Bree, do you have any closing statements about UFOs? My closing statement would be, one, know what to cross off your list for what it is. And two, never assume. Never. No, number, number, number one, never, ever assume. You know, don't assume it's a plane. Don't assume it's a star. Don't assume it's a satellite. Don't assume it's a UFO, UAP. Unless you see helicopters and military planes chasing after it. Then assume that you best run inside <laughs> your house. There's been times sometimes I'm on the trampoline and I see weird-ass shit, and then I hear helicopters. And that's because I have a strange fear of helicopters, but I think I have to get the fuck out of here. I get up on the trampoline, and I run inside the house, and then I'll, like, run under the little trellis. And I, like, wait for it to pass. You're like, no. It's the weirdest thing. That's funny. I imagine them, like, going over and then having, like, the heat sensor. And you can see, like, where the body is. They're like, there's Bree looking at them damn UFOs again. See what happens when you know about actual conspiracies? You get paranoid. I'm trying not to be paranoid, though. Don't spiral down into a depressive state. No, don't. Because then Bree thinks up some fucked up thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just to clarify, I don't want anything horrible to happen to anybody. Kind of. I meant... (laughs) I meant to say that I just wanted something drastic to change people's lives for a better reason. For a better reason. I'm not trying to be like in those creepy ass movies where they want to kill everyone and then they have a motive that it's better for the collective, you know? No, I, I get what you're saying. That's always in movies. They're like, but the earth will do so much better without, you know. In 60 million years, 
we're going to be eating each other, so why not wipe out half no, the population now? No, in 60 million years, we're all going to be dead. Let's be realistic. Unless we achieve space. Humans? Yeah, humans will be dead. <laughs> Unless we can achieve... But we're going to be blending with the interplanetary. Yes. Unless we... Shout out to Andromedan fam. Oh, shout out. Who should we shout out this podcast? Everyone that ever listened to our last podcast. Yeah, shout out to you bitches. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to that one time I was abducted by aliens. Um, there's many more to come. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to get in contact with us, go ahead and hit us up at uh, that one time I was abducted at gmail.com and give us a follow on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. Uh, have a good night, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, Keep thank looking you. up. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.